0: Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for Boomers and Beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now, but doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Welcome to Second Half Now. I'm glad you're listening today. On
1: this show, we discuss the things that really matter to us in this age and stage of life, you know, those 50-plus years. Hopefully, we have lots of living yet to do, and by God's grace, we want to make the most of it. We want our lives to be purposeful and meaningful, and that's what we're trying to deposit for you, the listener. So there are some things here that we care about, and we know that very, very likely may be important to you as well. On today's show, we're going to be discussing the topic, Bridging the Generation Gap. And in studio today, we are blessed to have Marcy and Mert, owners and operators of Gentog. That is a combination of the first parts of the two words, Generations Together. Gentog is an amazing local facility where young children and senior adults interact together together. During the daytime, they enjoy and appreciate each other, and they learn about life on the opposite end of the age spectrum from where they are. A little while ago, I had the privilege of visiting their center, and I was very impressed, and I would say touched by what I was observing. There's a certain magic that happens when a 4-year-old and an 84-year-old sit at a table and work on a puzzle together. I couldn't help but grin and just have a warm space in my heart uh, watching that. So Marcy and Mert get to see this happen every day. In fact, it's their vision and hard work that has made it possible for young and old to spend a little of their lives together at that place called Gentog. These are the kinds of things that grandparents and grandkids might do with each other, but sometimes the older and younger members of the family don't live close enough to have those treasured experiences. So that's why we need, in our community, a place like Gentog. So Mert and Marcy, Marcy and Mert, I'm going to get them mixed up, but uh, thank you so much for being here, and thank you for being on Second Half Now.
2: It's our pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting us.
1: And that was Mert, and their voices are probably going to sound the same to everybody, but uh, thank you, Mert, and Marcy, welcome to you as well.
3: Thank you very much. We are really happy to be here.
1: We've been uh, waiting a while to get this here uh, because uh, the last time we were scheduled to have you guys into the studio, it was one of those days where we had ice up here on the hill and the parking lot was treacherous. In fact, coming up the hill was treacherous. So we had to reschedule and then life happened. All kinds of things have been going on. And so, but here we are. So, while we're introducing people, I'll introduce myself. I'm Dr. Dan Critchett, very happy to be here, longtime pastor, and I will tell you that I have worked with people in this age and stage. Uh, here's the funny thing. see, I've been a baby boomer my entire life, but i didn't I didn't cross the fifty line until a little while ago. but uh, you know, when I was a kid growing up, I was a baby boomer right we're all We were all young back then, but it's been my privilege and joy to help churches because I'm a ministry development specialist to help churches identify and meet the needs of people in the community, not just in the churches, but in the community. And so I'm very happy to be here. And guest host, Dr. Denise Lopez-Hogan.
4: Hi there, everyone. It's so good to be here today. I'm very excited about uh, our guests here. I'm Not only are these just delightful ladies, but the facility that they have put together, it's got such a great vision behind it, and uh, I direct the Career and Life Counseling Center at Warner Pacific College, where I get to work with young people who go through all kinds of things on their way to getting those uh, college degrees and getting started in their careers. And uh, in my private practice, I work with folks along the spectrum um, of middle school to the same. Age range that our guests work with. So, um, what we are looking at today in terms of the value of the service provided speaks to deeply to my heart and what I know that people need. So, I'm excited to delve into this topic today.
1: And I just want to say that I'm very happy to have uh, Dr. Hogan as our not only my regular co host, but on this subject in particular because she's, as we were kind of getting acquainted here in the studio, she was using some observations in terminology that I I thought, that is right on. And uh, so we want to address what's going on in a family's life when there's a child that's uh, coming in for child care at your facility at Gentog, but also what's going on in a family's uh, situation and thinking and life when the senior comes in, what is it that brings them? And I'm just very thankful for uh, for Denise's insight about human behavior and all of the, what do you call it, neuro? Neurobiology? Yeah, all that, <laughs> <laughs> great. So uh, in our program, we uh, we focus on one topic each show, and we have five basic topics that are things that are happening in our lives in these 50 plus years. And here are the five topic categories. Number one is home and family. Number two is health and wellness. Three is budget and finances. Four is heart and soul. And five is work and purpose. There's hardly anything that we do or think about or worry about or stress over that doesn't fall into one of these categories. Today, with Gentog and Mert and Marcy, we're going to be using the category home and family. So, at the top of each show, I introduce the uh, favorite feature. Who said that? And I'm going to see if I can uh, if I can befuddle Denise again because again, uh, I knew he'd yes. say
4: that because that's what it's been.
1: <laughs> well, I think you're betting about two out of twenty for uh, having guessed the right yeah. one. Yeah, I'll, So no need to be intimidated. That's right. That's right. Maybe we we'll can And there will not be a test on this. You don't have to try to answer. But here's the quote for today, specially selected for this show today about Gentog and these generational issues that we're going to be talking about. Here's the quote. If I were given the opportunity to present a gift to the next generation, it would be the ability for each individual to learn to laugh at himself. The reason I chose that is because sometimes, you know, older folks... Get a little grumpy, get a little self-conscious. Sometimes they don't care what people think, but if they can laugh at themselves, it kind of brightens their day. And right, I know their faces light up if they can laugh not at somebody else, if they can laugh at themselves. My grandpa did that. He was a he was an interesting fellow, but he would he he'd tell jokes in the mirror and and watch himself <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Uh, And he loved my kids, and they had such a great time together. But for kids also to not take life all too seriously, but be able to laugh at themselves, because it kind of brings down that self-consciousness and that uh, that defensiveness. Mm -hmm. So that's why I picked the quote. I'm going to go ahead and give the first clue. All right. So again, the quote, if I were given the opportunity to present a gift to the next generation, it would be the ability for each individual to learn to laugh at himself. Here's clue number one. With his creative and popular art form, he created arguably the longest story ever told by one human being, producing some 18,000 entries of wit and wisdom spanning from 1950 to 2000. No guesses yet, but I see quizzical looks here in the studio. So let's get on with our show. And Denise, you have it yet?
4: Of course not. Okay. Of course right. not. But you know, I'm an optimist, so <laughs> the fire's burning a little in there. And I
1: will say that's the fun of this show. When I listen to these shows again, and I, uh, can, you know, we kind of squirm together a little bit, and oh, well, who has said this? And but it's the it's the importance of what the quote actually is. So I'm happy to introduce again our our guests for today, Marcy and Mert, with generations together, and we were put those words together, and their uh, their business and ministry is called Gen Tog. and they're going to help us discuss this subject, Bridging the Generation Gap.
4: We are so happy to have you, as we said. Um, before we get started, though, one of the things that I think is so fun about our show is, for me, is getting a chance to understand the motivations behind people's shall I say uh, visions and then the things that they make reality so so understanding where all that started and and what it is about them that motivated them to do what they're doing I think is something that besides what the result of that but just uh, it's such an encouragement to people to see people Take hold of a dream and make it happen. So, before we get into what that that uh, dream actually resulted in, will you tell us each a little bit about yourselves and how you got going with this
3: project? Okay. Well, I'm Marcy, and I am uh, the one in charge of the senior program at Gentog. And I guess I would say that I've had a love of seniors since I was young. Probably started when my mom, when I was a young teenager taking me to be a volunteer at the bingo game at the nursing home and she did it every week and you know it was a big deal for us that we did together so my very first job was working in a nursing home in high school and then in college my parents moved my dad worked for the federal government they moved clear across the country and so I was stuck by myself without a close relative I continued to work in nursing homes and those people that I took care of became my family
4: Look at that.
3: it became my family and every day I loved that job even though back in the 70s when you were in nursing homes it was not always pleasant it was all a little stinky <laughs> but I loved that job because I knew every single day that I had made a difference in somebody's life that they smiled because I came in the room and you couldn't ask for a better job than that so I've just always wanted to do something to work with seniors because of that experience I think. wow look at that purpose already yeah.
1: We're already, already right sure. in the middle of it. Started early.
2: Okay, I'm Mert and um I work with the children and um I guess the reason I work with the children is I love babies. Um I don't have very many grandchildren, I have one grandchild, um, but I love to hold them. I love the feeling that you get when you work with children. They are always so understanding, so loving. They're willing to give you their hearts, and um, I've just always loved being with kids. I taught Sunday school for a while, and um, actually, um, I kind of raised my two little brothers. They're 10 and 13 years younger than me, and I think that's how I started spending so much time with children, is just because I was given the opportunity to help raise these two boys, and and I have two children that are all grown, and... Um, anxious to get more grandchildren so that I can you know share my love of children with these children so that's what happened with me but Marcy and I both work on both sides that's Mm -hmm. what's fun about working at Gentog is that if there's help that's needed on one side or the other we can you know give tours for each other and it's just fun to work with both
1: generations
4: That sounds like a family.
1: (laughs) You know, and I just love this combination because when Marcy just loves being with older people and Mert loves being with kids, what a great combination. So it's not just a business. It's not just an enterprise. It's just not something that you do because it's valuable. Because that's where your heart is and that's Mm -hmm. where your love is. Absolutely. And so I can imagine even after the period of time, and I know it's difficult to start a business like this and all the details that you have to put up with and all of that, but you guys are living, kind of living a dream, or living mm-hmm. in, in a space where you can uh, can live out what it is that you really care about. How powerful!
4: Well, Absolutely. and I heard that in in a word that Mert used, and that was opportunity. Yeah, right. Yeah. Opportunity to raise her younger brothers and sisters. That speaks to something inside of you, Mert. Whereas other people might look at that as, I had. The responsibility it was something that was pushed on me right. I had to
1: had to do it right
4: right yeah that's a that's a that speaks to uh, Mert's drive that's within her and who she is absolutely
1: and I think it's important to point out here that things happen in our lives and even early in our lives that maybe we didn't welcome at the time or maybe seem like an annoyance or an imposition or something But that could be God's way of kind of sending Mm -hmm. us in a certain direction where he wants to use us. So uh, nothing is an accident. God can use anything to make us the people that he calls us to be to serve Mm -hmm. uh, people around us. So beautiful. You know, I had a chance to be out there with you guys. It's been a few months ago, and I can picture exactly where you are and where I parked. It was kind of in a little strip mall kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. Yes, it is. But I wonder if you could um, give us kind of a guided tour Uh, virtually or audibly of your uh, facility so you walk in the front door and maybe kind of give us just for a couple of minutes uh, a visual of what what it's like to come into Gentog.
2: Okay so when you come into Gentog the first thing you notice is a bell ringing in your ears it goes ding dong ding dong (laughs) but that's to let us know when people are coming and going so we have to have that but you walk into what we call our family room and in our family room, you'll find comfortable couches um straight ahead, you'll find uh the cafe area where the seniors have their lunch or have their meals, and the uh, kitchen is straight ahead also and then kind of to the left or to the right of uh, uh when you walk in is a um is a solarium area that is just filled with beautiful plants, mm. and that's also another area where the seniors have their lunch. Um, We also in that room have a um, spa area and in that spa we have um, one of those walk-in bathtubs that uh, a lot of the seniors like to enjoy and we also are able to um, provide for them haircuts or foot care uh, with people that come in and do that for us. To the left of the family room is the child care center and in the child care center there's lots of activity that goes on. You walk into that room, and it's bright colors of blue, all different colors of the rainbow. Um, and you just see the teachers and the children having a great time together. On the right side of the room, you walk into the adult daycare center, which is a beautiful pinkish colors, beautiful leather furniture, um, Uh, Lots of activity going on there, lots of games being played. Um, Sometimes you'll hear music being played. Um, Once in a while they'll be watching some of the old-time movies. There's puzzles going on. Um, And what we always like to talk about is that when we bought the furniture for Gentog, we wanted to have it comfortable for seniors. And at that time, Marcy's grandmother was living, and she went with us shopping for these for the furniture for the seniors and sat in every one of our pieces of furniture and gave us the thumbs up or the thumbs down. Oh, wow, interesting. We had a test driver. We did, and she so enjoyed it, yeah.
1: Wow, great visual. Yeah, I like that. We've got more to talk about, and we're going to be right back. i got to say that when we get to the older side of the generation spectrum, we need to deal with some pretty important things. So listen, here are some folks who can help us with some of those things.
5: Have you ever had to go through the painful process of helping to plan a funeral for someone you love? It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about it, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you through the process of planning. It also gives you helpful worksheets to ease the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial Funeral homes and cemeteries will even help you complete your plan there are a lot of reasons to plan ahead that i can think of for one thing you can make sure your final wishes are respected you'll be sparing loved ones the added grief of planning for you And if you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation. There are a lot of very good reasons to pre-plan your own funeral arrangements with Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries, including the free planning guide. And now is a great time to give them a call. Call anytime, night or day, 503-747-7128.
6: Life is a journey, and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland-Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey.
0: We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking. And we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements.
6: Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com or call one of the Golden Girls at 503 503- today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today.
1: Those messages are from our friends at Dignity Memorial and Golden Placement Services. I encourage you to go to our website and find some contact information for them because we highly, highly recommend them. Love them to pieces, and they are uh, very essential when we get to that age and stage of life, Dignity Memorial and Golden Placement Services. So here we are at clue number two. Oh, The quote for who said that, if I were given the opportunity to present a gift to the next generation, it would be the ability for each individual to learn to laugh at himself. I gave the first quote already, so here's the second one. And, Denise, this isn't going to help you very much. Oh, you I don't know what? Think. I knew it. The third one might, but you got to wait for that. That's on part two of the show. So here we go. Clue number two An avid but amateur ice skater, he was inducted to the U.S. Figure Skating Hall of Fame in 2007, seven years after he died. Mm. I not don't, much I don't, help
4: you know I don't think he wants anyone to guess figure <laughs> <laughs> right. skating hall of fame hmm.
1: we had just heard a, a visual description great job I love all the things that you were saying Mert in fact some of those things I didn't notice when I was there but I will say the atmosphere is just so relaxing and peaceful not boring there's energy going on there's light and color and everything else it's just a great place to uh, walk into do you want to add anything to that before we uh go on to the next question
3: marcy do you want to add anything to that no but i i think just what you just said i think it feels like the perfect combination of it. it's a center and it's active and there's a lot of people but it's home-like right it, it feels very much like you've walked into somebody's big family gathering right right i
1: felt that
4: i mm-hmm. noticed noted that too i said thought to myself wow you walk right into the family room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, great picture.
4: Right. You know, the other thing that I I heard, too, is that like a home, you have the kids' area and you have the grown-ups' area, and you can go in between the two, but you have your space that is appropriate for your age and, and your preferences and the kind of chairs you like to sit in and the kinds of games you like to play and the noise level you like. And that, that, to me, shows a real sensitivity to the, the generation gap that we're talking about. But what I'm also thinking about is we have, a, we have a, likely a culture gap, too. There's, when we're dealing with the older generation, they're coming from an entirely different time frame than the younger ones coming up. I'm wondering, how does that impact your uh your business how is it like to invite older
3: folks to come into that kind of setting well i think the fact that we have the separate spaces makes it comfortable so when when a an older person if if noise really is bothersome to them the senior area can there are quiet places and they can they can be comfortable the family room is really the center of our intergenerational activities the children aren't as a general rule allowed into the senior space and vice versa so they have their unique spaces, and if that's what they need, that's what they can have. Mm-hmm. But in the in the family room, we have planned activities. They're very purposeful, um, but. And there are certain rules. The children learn that when you are around the grandparents, which is what they all call all of the seniors that are there, it's wow. the grandparents, nice. they learn that you use your indoor voice and you mm-hmm. use your gentle touches and you're you you know, you're, you're kind with, with the older people. And they learn that from their teachers, and mo- that's modeled for them by their teachers and by their staff. So they learn as they go. And, and so it's a comfortable place. It's not a scary um, and then, of course, we've got some of the the grandmas and the grandpas that are professionals at it that, you know, as soon as they see a kid, they run to where they are. We've got one grandpa in particular, uh, Grandpa Joseph, that as soon as he sees a baby come out in the family room, wherever he is, he's he's there, like, a you know, right there wanting to talk to them and play with them and stuff. And he, it's just joyful for him to be That's there. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I want
1: to jump in here with a clarification. And I think uh, – tell me if this is true, that on the child care side – This is a full-time daycare. It is. So parents drop their kids off at 6.30 or 7 or whatever. They go to work, and then they come back. It's just the regular child care center, daycare center.
3: Absolutely. The
1: adults, on the other hand, are maybe periodic or a couple times a week, and they come and go, and they have some kind of a schedule maybe. But the kids are always there. They don't come just for this intergenerational thing. They are there in, in regular daycare.
3: It's true for the children. On the senior side, it's a little bit of both. We have some that are adults with physical frailties that are there because their loved one, their spouse, works all day. So they are there for daycare from early morning till late night. We have a handful that are in that category. And then we have a lot that come for the socialization and the opportunity to be around the other children and around the other seniors. And and so we do have some that come just part-time, some that are full-time. It's a good mixture. That is
4: just a... That is just a fantastic model, having those options. I think it
3: allows us to serve almost everybody out there that wants to keep their loved one home, even while they deal with dementia or Parkinson's or MS or or whatever else is going on.
4: Right. So how about uh, when it comes to folks knowing about your services? It, It sounds so great. I would imagine that there's... All kinds of folks in the community wanting to find out more about your services.
3: You know, I think we found always that that's been our biggest challenge, that uh, people that find themselves in the position of being a caregiver often don't realize what kind of opportunities are out there for them, what kind of help is out there for them. They don't know where to look. They don't know what's there. So they can't just go Google adult daycare because they don't even know that exists. Um, and so that's that's been our biggest challenge is that we know there are lots and lots of families we could be helping that don't even know we're here. Wow.
1: And there is so much more for us to ask and to hear from you guys. I hate to say it, but this uh, this part one is about winding down time-wise. So, But we are going to continue on the other side. We call it the podcast or part two. But we want our listeners to know that this is the value, this is the kind of thing that we want to bring to this show Every time we have other guests that are coming in to deal with some of our other topics, budget and finances, and heart and soul, and work and purpose, and we have an estate planning attorney coming in. We have in-home care for aging loved ones. We have an RN and health uh, information coordinator. They're all coming, and uh, so we want to stay tuned while we uh, roll these different shows into it. Thank you so much for being here, but we don't want anybody to go away. On the website, they'll be able to get part two Uh, And we are here live on the air, Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. every week, KKPZ 1330 The Truth. And then, of course, you can hear both Part 1 and Part 2 on the Internet on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Okay? So um, you're going to hear, there's a whole list of the shows and the topics and the guests and everything else. That's where where, where you'll find the good stuff. So you want to be sure to go to the part two for this one because we are not done. Mert and Marcy have a lot more to say. And I can see Denise has a lot more questions to ask, right? This
4: is a fabulous service. Come to the second part and hear about it.
1: Exactly. Thank you for listening today. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. So let's continue our conversation on the podcast, part two, on the website, We'll see you there.
0: Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit SecondHalfNow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now, but doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And
1: I want to welcome you to the second part. We call it part two, the podcast. Uh, The title that we are working on today is Bridging the Generation Gap. And I'm so pleased to, uh, again, state that we are welcoming into our studio today, Mert and Marcy from Gentog. We're going to tell a little bit more about them and then get into some other questions about the dynamics of what happens with this intergenerational service that they are providing on a regular basis I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Lopez-Hogan, and we're so happy to welcome you, Marcy and Mert, uh, to our studio. Thank you again for coming in today.
2: Thanks for having us. Yep, it's great to be here.
1: And if you're listening to part two here, you know that you can only get it online or on some device where you can access it digitally through our website or through iTunes or Uh, talk shoe or some of the other uh, podcast hosting services and uh, because this is the part that does not get onto the air we have a half hour airtime and we never get enough uh, and never have enough time to say all the things that we want to uh, talk about so that's why we have made a special effort to have a part two so we have some other things that we want to uh, to get into and we'll do that uh, pretty soon Uh, Marcy and Mert uh, have a fabulous uh, service called Gentog, which is a merging of the two words generations, generations, it's plural, right? Mm -hmm. Generations together. And I don't think we mentioned on the uh, first part of the show that is located in Tigard, kind of south of the Tigard area on Highway 99, if I recall correctly, Pacific Highway or whatever it's called at that point.
3: Right by King City.
1: By King City. Okay. All right. Very good. And uh, such a great thing. We've been learning a lot about what they do. And again, the title of this show is Bridging the Generation Gap. So let's get back into the conversation. Denise, can you help us uh, jump right back in there?
4: I'm excited to jump right back in there. This is such a fabulous service for both parents of young children. It's the sandwich generation, right? And so the services that you also provide for the older generation. Mm -hmm. And what I loved about our conversation uh, is the spectrum of services that you provide for the older generation. And what it makes me think about is, as a mother with children who are now grown and starting to look at parents with some of the signs of age... I wonder if you would speak to the the provider those of us in the sandwich generation that are going to be needing to stepping to step up to the plate here the and caregivers help our
3: seniors the caregivers mm-hmm. I think it's a reality I'm one of the boomers too um, and and I have found in my life I'm now a caregiver and and a direct caregiver to both sides of life my children and grandchildren live with us and my parents need help, and previous to that, I helped take care of my grandmother. So, um, I learned firsthand what being a caregiver is. But I think our generation, in, in our fifties and sixties, that's who we are. Mm-hmm. That's where we we end up. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's it's very important that we that we join together and that we take care of each other. Um, what we find at at Gentog is that a lot of people who find themselves in a caregiving position because their spouse or their parent has dementia, for instance, they find their worlds getting smaller and smaller and smaller as they step into that role because it becomes uncomfortable to take their person, their loved one, mm. to any kind of a gathering, even church where they've been comfortable always before. So what we hope to provide is a safe and welcoming place for that person that has the disease Um, And then, of course, also the the offshoot of that is is if they are well taken care of and the caregiver can walk away with peace of mind, they can then go out and replenish their soul. They can go home and rest, or they can go volunteer where they always love to volunteer, or they can just go meet with a friend again that they haven't been able to see because it's embarrassing to bring Bob. Wow, that's right. So I think we give them a time to replenish, and then they can come back to the caregiving role refreshed and loving again, and with some renewed patience and, and strength to go on.
4: You've done such a fabulous job presenting that picture of a caregiver, and it's, re, it's right in the term, right? Mm-hmm. Caregiver. In that role, that's what you are doing. You are giving care, and at some point, you have to receive some care right? you so lose that yourself. you have some to give. Mm-hmm. You lose
3: yourself if you don't do that.
4: Well, yes, and, and uh, from my end of the of the um, taking a look at this situation, what we know is caregivers experience incredible rates of depression, of clinical depression. So it's important for them to have that care in mm-hmm. order for them not to be the ones that then need the care mm-hmm. to exactly. get them out of this desperate, isolated place that they've that they're now living in, as you say, as their horizons shrink. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like I say I think it it benefits both the caregiver and the care receiver. Mm-hmm. I think right. being in, in our environment, in the, in the generations together kind of environment, the person that comes to spend the day with us, they get also an opportunity to do something again. Some of them think if they have Alzheimer's or they have dementia, um, they often don't know exactly where they're coming, where their club or where school or where their job or mm-hmm. they're volunteering here. They, many we're, were many things to many people. Um, but for all of those things, we are their place where they're comfortable and they know they're okay, just like they are at home. So that's that's important.
2: And I think having the children there too, we have plenty that come in and say, oh, I used to be a teacher. I love being no. with the children, right. and that's what draws them in, gets them to come in the first or second time, is that they get to be with the children. Mm-hmm.
4: So They
3: still have purpose. Yes. Absolutely, yes. And we've had families talk about, from the senior side, we've had families say, oh, you know, Dad, I can't take him to McDonald's because he wants to reach out and pat every child's head, mm-hmm. and you can't do that in this, mm-hmm. in this society anymore. And on the, the child side, Mert has, has a story about a, a little girl um,
2: she was oh probably about two years old, and when she would come, uh, when we'd have the intergenerational time, she would come in and she would actually cry when she was near the grandpa and grandmas because she didn't have grandparents close by. And it probably was a couple months that bringing her in and just having her sit on the teacher's lap, and pretty soon she was out there doing activities with the grandpa and grandma. So mm-hmm. it just shows you that for those kids that don't have grandparents around, that it's really good to introduce them to the senior so that they have somebody mm-hmm. that they can, you know, cuddle up with and be with. So. And
4: and that senior, whatever handicap, whatever physical or mental challenge they might be facing disappears on the face does. of that mm-hmm. child looking to them and wanting to be with them. Absolutely. Right. The
2: children don't see anything different with the grandpa and grandmas. You know, they accept them for whoever they are, if they're talking silly to the kids, the
3: kids just laugh with them. It's just, Exactly. It's amazing. Isn't the kids accept them right. for who they are. Right. One of my favorite pictures that's on our website and we often use in some of our ads is a group of grandmas and, and grandpas and children on a big couch. And my favorite part of that picture is in the middle. There's a woman, actually a younger woman, she was in her 50s, and she had ALS and was no longer able to speak. And there was a little boy with her, and he had issues, and he really didn't communicate well either, verbally, with anybody. And when you look at that picture, they are sharing a book Mm -hmm. and smiling and both clearly enjoying it. And, you know, who knows what happened in that moment, but it was magic. Something happened. Mm -hmm. And those two people who couldn't communicate with anybody else communicated lovingly with each other. So we
1: said early on, and I don't know if we were on the air at the time, about how there are still spaces available in your operation there in Tigard at Gentog. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because uh, I'm pretty sure that some caregivers might be hearing this and saying, really, there is a daycare for my parent or my grandparent or whoever I'm, uh, I got to find out about that. Or maybe if there are some parents who have children who they're still looking for daycare or an alternative to whatever they're doing now uh, that they could contact you and get more information about about your program and about your rates your schedules and all of that stuff. So let's do that right now. I want to do it uh, toward the end also. But if they wanted to just give you a phone call, what would they what number would they use?
2: They can reach us at 503-639-2600. Say it again? 503 503- Six three nine two six zero zero,
1: and that's uh, and you're going to answer the call, Mert, because Either every time mo- I <laughs> well every time I call you answer, um, but however that works yeah. out and um, and let's let's do a website here too. What is the what's your web address?
3: It's www.gentog.com.
1: All right, very easy.
3: G e n t o g, and when you go there, you can also find links to our Facebook page. We're very active on Facebook and on Pinterest and. We're on LinkedIn, we're on all the social networks, so however you like to get your stuff, you can find us. Excellent. You can find us. Well, because
1: what I want to do is make sure that we're not just talking theory, and this is a good thing that some people are able to experience, but if somebody's listening that actually would be looking for a place, either for a senior or for a child, they can contact you, look at their website, call you, come out for a visit. Can they do that? scheduled mm-hmm. they schedule ahead of time. They don't
2: have to schedule ahead of
3: time. Uh, we welcome drop-ins at any okay. time to come for, for a tour..
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Our,
3: our child care center right now we are licensed for infants through five-year-olds. Um, on the senior side, we welcome anybody with a disability, frankly, that, that needs to be taken care of. So we have people in their 50s up to people at around 100 years old. so wow. and we take care of people with dementia, people with Parkinson's, people with MS. Um, and uh, any frailty that that makes them not safe to be left home alone for extended mm-hmm. periods of time makes them the right kind of a fit for us. Mm-hmm. And you
1: mentioned ALS with one of your residents, <laughs> that, one of the people yeah. that uh, yeah. Um,
3: and we also, uh, you know, we certainly welcome additional people to come into the center and we want that, but yeah. we also um, always welcome volunteers okay. of all ages. Wow. It's one of the things that I that I really like is we do get occasionally interns from PCC or, you know, mm-hmm. that age group, um, and, and we're hooking up now with Tigard High and some of the okay. some of the schools oh, great so that the the high schoolers can come in and volunteer and and be with the the generations yeah. um and homeschoolers is another one that we haven't connected with but I would love to I would love to have a mom that was homeschooling come and volunteer and you know spend an hour doing stuff with our kids and our seniors Well, you know, Dan, those are some magic words for
4: me. I know. I could see Um, it. My doctoral dissertation was actually on the socialization of homeschooled children, so Mm -hmm. I have some connections for you. Wonderful. And then I am the director of career and life counseling at Warner Pacific College, where our students need internships and things of that nature. Fabulous. So this makes me – these are the sorts of connections that are so – Delightful for me because not only am I getting a chance to see an organization that really has tuned into the needs of human beings The need to to belong to something and the need to have purpose that always delights me But then it also delights me when I can help connect young people Mm -hmm. who need to figure out for themselves What their mission and purpose is and I know a hand more than a handful that would um, absolutely love to be connected with Gentog. Wonderful.
3: Mm-hmm. wonderful. One thing that we didn't mention either in, in the earlier one was the support groups that we offer mm. at Gentog. So we do have um, several, actually. We sponsor and, and host um, a support group for men that have wives with Parkinson's. We are one of the locations for the Washington County support group for for family caregivers, and we have a support group for people dealing with Lewy body dementia. That's a new one, and it's, we're the only support group in Oregon. It takes place at, at our facility, and we also offer the locally um, created Powerful Tools for Caregivers class. We're actually in the in week five of a six-week course doing that, so we try to offer those kinds of services, but we also have a pretty beautiful facility, and so if there are other Support groups that would like a place to be able to meet in the evenings um, or on Saturdays, we have we have a great place. So.
4: Again, the spectrum of services is 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 really unbelievable. It is.
1: It's amazing, and uh, I'm surprised to find out that you have still available spaces in your schedule, because uh, apparently the word isn't getting out enough. So we're hoping that a program like this and uh, connections with uh, with Denise. And others that uh, we can help raise the banner a little bit and help people, uh, you know, avail themselves of the services that you offer. Here's a question that I have is on these support groups, do they need to be a a regular attender to your uh, daycare uh, services so they can just, so they would use that same phone number and call you and ask about, I heard about something having to do with a support group. I wanna find out more.
3: Absolutely, everybody is welcome.
1: Okay, and do you have a contact form on your website? So if they go to gentog.com, they could just fill out and send in something? Yes, we do. Okay, so, all right, great, great.
4: You know, one of the things I'm hoping that we get a chance to talk to when we're talking about uh, folks knowing about the service, I imagine there's folks that are learning about it, but sometimes those older folks may not want to go.
3: Do you run into that, that are a little resistant? I don't need any of that. I'm good. (laughs) I'm just fine. You know, we do. And sometimes it's the person that has the disease, and sometimes it's the caregiver, and sometimes it's both. Um, And I can speak. I'm sorry, mom and dad, but maybe out of turn. But... um, my mom as a caregiver for my dad is very reluctant to give up those reins even mm. though she totally supports our program and has from day 1 now that she's in the position of needing us she has a hard time finding the days that daddy can come and so and it's because she is of the generation where you took care of yourself mm. and you didn't ask for help you were there to help everybody else but mm-hmm. you don't ask for help you don't yourself ask for so yourself. yeah so i fight that battle every day that's a bind yeah it's, that's it's a point
4: fabulous service your mom what would she be doing you
3: know right. well he does come sometimes i talk her into it sometimes, <laughs> but but and and we have found that we, there are people that that resist you know what former professors or former attorneys mm-hmm. or doctors and well, i don't need a daycare what what the heck and it only takes one or two visits usually if they have some mental capacity still before they feel very comfortable, and we are their club to come to. Do you, do you to.
4: have any, any uh, individuals, yeah, I stories have, you could share? I do.
3: I have Bob, who's one of my favorites. He was, a, he was actually a law professor here locally. And so as an attorney, when he got dementia, it became very difficult for him to socialize with the people that he'd been with before but once he started in our program he was the bell of the ball he was the jokester he was the guy that held court every day with our group and and i think we really became in his last days a really fun place for him to be wow and you know i
4: just have to say that right there and just you just slid right over not belonging to this group but finding his place in this group there's a space in between there that is very dangerous for people Mm -hmm. not having that place anymore that they used to have and not having something else to replace that from my profession what we see is that that isolation the loneliness the no longer belonging has not only mental physical you know psychological impacts, but it has physiological impacts, and, and left mm-hmm. unaddressed can actually impact people's longevity. So I cannot say enough about how important it is for our audience to be aware of what Gental provides. Mm,
1: exactly. And I know for men in particular, it may be women in a different sense, but for men, Uh, It's all about our purpose and our significance. So we have that either in the family or on the job or with the groups that we belong to. But when that is taken away, we have this dark sense of emptiness and purposelessness, Mm -hmm. and we're we're useless. Mm -hmm. And I think women might do it when kids don't need them anymore, Mm -hmm. and now they're looking for something else to do. They have to kind of reorient this whole purpose thing in life. Right. And uh, so that's what you guys can provide and help Bob and the others uh, that are there. Gosh, we're having a great time talking with Mert and Marcy from Gentog on the subject, Bridging the Generation Gap. We'll be back in a minute, but I want to uh, give the quote. And uh, let's see, am I going to do? No, I'm not going to quite do this yet, but um, I'm going to read the quote again. If I, if I This is the quote for who said that. If I were given the opportunity to present a gift to the next generation, it would be the ability for each individual to learn to laugh at himself. And I bet that happens at Gentog, people laughing at I'm themselves. I'm Yeah, Good. <laughs> so that's got to mean a, it's a healthy place. Clue number one, with his creative and popular art form, he created... Uh, arguably the longest story ever told by one human being, producing some 18,000 entries of wit and wisdom, and I'll have to add humor, spanning from 1950 to the year 2000. Clue number two, an avid but amateur ice skater, he was inducted into the U.S. Figure Skating Hall of Fame in the year 2007, seven years after he died.
5: Clue number three, and the answer, Coming up. Have you ever had to go through the painful process of helping to plan a funeral for someone you love? It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about it, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you through the process of planning. It also gives you helpful worksheets to ease the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes homes and cemeteries will even help you complete your plan. There are a lot of reasons to plan ahead that I can think of. For one thing, you can make sure your final wishes are respected. You'll be sparing loved ones the added grief of planning for you. And if you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation. There are a lot of very good reasons to pre-plan your own funeral arrangements with Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries, including the free planning guide. And now is a great time to give them a call. Call anytime, night or day, 503 747
6: Life is a journey and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland, Vancouver metro area at no cost to you or your family. You can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey.
0: We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking, and we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements.
6: Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com. or call one of the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today.
1: We really want to encourage you to uh, contact Dignity Memorial and or Golden Placement Services if uh, your family is in a situation where one of those might meet a need for you and I will just say that we have fabulous representatives of those two companies here. they've They've both been on the radio here with us, and they're great. We encourage them. Uh, we recommend them highly. All right, here is clue number three. This is the last one you get, so if mm-hmm. you don't can't guess it by this time, you're gonna have to just get the answer. Here's clue number three. His work was known and loved around the world, being published in twenty six hundred newspapers in 75 countries and in 21 languages. That's the third and final clue. Answer coming up in a little bit, but we're going to get back to um, talking with Mert and Marcy about Gentog. And I think, Denise, you had a thought that you wanted to start us off with.
4: Well, you know, I was uh, thinking about what a fabulous service this is uh, for the folks that are in and around Tigard. Um, but it's really an innovative model that needs to be spread around the entire country. So what are you folks, I know you, your brains are just working been away in this arena. Tell us what you're thinking in terms of helping other people do what you are doing.
3: Well, pretty much since the day we opened our doors, we've had supporters from around the area. Um, and in particular, there's a group in Hillsboro that have been just staunch supporters of us, and and recommend us at every opportunity. But frankly, if you live in Hillsboro or Forest Grove, getting to Tiger takes a long, long time. That's right. And so the reality of for childcare, you don't travel much more than a couple of miles from where you work or live for childcare. That's Just right. doesn't happen. Almost not helpful. Um, and on the adult day, they are willing to do that a little better, but. Um, it's still difficult, even mm-hmm. with TriMet services and, you know, ways to get their person there. It's still hard to come that far. So we're hoping to have, in the near future, satellite branches, where maybe it's not the full daycare facility that we have, but where we can have respite programs. Um, in particular, we, we are looking to churches because we are a Christian-based philosophy, that, you know, our business. And, and I look at a large church that maybe has a conference room, maybe already has a preschool program in place. And there are very popular respite programs for adults with dementia that last for just four or five hours, maybe three days a week. So those are the kinds of programs that I think we could help get off the ground and um it could happen much more quickly than ours did and much uh with much less money because mm-hmm. frankly it was very expensive to open a large center mm-hmm. but i think these respite programs could be get off the ground very quickly and very inexpensively and could serve the community that they're in if it's a, it's a church certainly that congregation and the community around them i just i, th- I think that's where we want to go and we want to keep the intergenerational peace so we want either the a preschool if they have that or maybe they've got some homeschoolers again in that community or a youth group that can help with with the program but you know we want to be able to bring in all the generations but the adult day program is what specifically we want to be able to place in, right. in some of the churches around right. the area.
4: One of the things I'm thinking about is uh, mothers of preschoolers mm-hmm. or um, mm-hmm. um, some of the some of the moms morning out where they'll bring where the church already maybe isn't running a full daycare but they're running a service already to bring
3: give moms that break
4: and how would that work
3: that would be beautiful we also at one point had a young mother who brought her baby she came once a week Mm -hmm. at lunchtime and just sat with the seniors at lunch and let them Ooh and ah over her baby mm-hmm. that was her volunteering that was uh, introducing him to the world of grandmas and grandpas and of course they were a big hit with our group but that yeah, was I that know. was how she chose to do her volunteer as, mm-hmm. as a young as a new mom so even even like-minded individuals like that who have their children and they want to expose them to seniors you know the volunteers that want to be organized and do that could mm-hmm. could make this program really mm-hmm. valuable
4: and I hear that
3: volunteers
4: piece I'm wondering what sort of qualifications those volunteers would need in order to be able to provide some of the services to those older folks and the younger ones
3: you know from our perspective we have found that um, you have to have the right heart you have to want to do it we can teach you to do everything else so we we don't need a specific education background necessarily for for that kind of thing that's great news Mm
1: -hmm. I want to talk uh, to pastors And to people who have access to pastors, being a pastor myself and being what I call a ministry development specialist, what I train pastors and churches to do is to find in your community places where there are needs, places where people are struggling, are hurting, are hoping for some kind of help somehow, and it'll vary from neighborhood to neighborhood. But what I'm uh, recognizing here in this conversation that there could be in almost any community around any church could be the kinds of thing, the dynamics that we're talking about here. And so if this seems like uh, a bridge too far or it seems like it would be too big of a project or something, I want to encourage Christian people, church people, pastors, administrators, anybody else to uh, call Gentog and to find out what it would be like to meet those kinds of needs in the community. One of the churches I'm working with uh, is developing a a pretty serious um, ministry to caregivers. We were talking about them, and one of them is a call-in devotion line. So they would just call in, and every day they'd have just a brief Bible-based devotion for three or four minutes, uh, and they could listen to that, and it's called inspiration for caregivers, mm-hmm. and um, that's something that's easy to do because you know it. We don't have to have anybody come into our building or anything like that. But if, uh, but I'm just saying that for pastors and church connected people, if you want to meet a need in the community, maybe this would be something to consider. It may, it's not the only thing, but it's something to consider. So I want to encourage uh, those folks to uh, call Marcy and Mert. Uh, give us that phone number again, Mert, for us.
2: 503-639-2600.
1: Excellent. So we only have a couple minutes left. So glad you guys came in. But uh, now we want to uh, provide for any other things that we feel needs to be said. We wanna we wanna bring it out now.
4: One of the um one of the things I think we've touched on it, but just I just want to hear from the two of you. Um, how you would say your program um, finds its purpose in the arena bringing those older generations together with the younger generations. Um, Why is that blending together? You've done it with your name. You're doing it with your vision. Why is that so important to you to do that?
2: I've always felt it was a calling that... um, I have been given some pretty wonderful things in my life and it was time to do something that would do good to someone else so um, when Marcy and I first started talking about this together when we were working for a different company um, like she said she had the the love for the seniors I had the love for the children and there was a need out there um, and she, when her child, her her son was a baby, that was something she had looked f- for to have her child involved in as an intergenerational um, child care, adult daycare center. So, you know, just, it was just a calling. It just was something that came together while we were talking over at lunch, because we'd always have lunch together, and and there's a need. There's just a very... I don't know what I want to say, a very deep need out there for people to take care of themselves and to find somewhere where they can have their loved ones taken care of so right. they can have some peace of mind right. on their own. Right. So,
4: and Isn't that amazing how taking care of somebody else's deep need takes care of your deep need yeah. for purpose? This is... It's the way God's world works, isn't it, <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and that's where we will find our, our purpose and our sense of who we are. That is by identifying a place where we can be of service and help somebody else. Because then we get beyond ourselves, get beyond just trying to scratch out a living or some kind of meaning out of life but when we give ourselves and that's what you guys are doing i can't help but have this visual picture in my mind about the car that you guys drove up today (laughs) and i saw the 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 decal across the back and i can't remember exactly what it says
3: loving daycare for generations together
1: there we go loving Mm. daycare for generations together and the customized uh, oregon license plate is Gentuck, well, it is Gentuck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oops, now you'll know.
1: What <laughs> of, to of course, three. it is absolutely.
4: <laughs> well, if you didn't know they're in Tiger, look for the
2: car. <laughs>
1: exactly. Can I add one more piece? Please.
2: Is that when Marcy and I were talking about putting Gentuck together? The one thing that we both agreed on very strongly was that it needed to have be a Christian facility. Yeah. Um, we couldn't have done this without God's help. So. Mm. Being a Christian facility yeah. we have we offer the love that, that that that's out there that's given to us by God to share to other people.
1: Thank you. Thank you for that. That it just brings it all together. In fact it says that on the car too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhere on the back, I think, on the trunk or someplace. It does. Yeah. So wonderful.
4: Well blessings abound, don't they, Dan?
1: Absolutely. And uh I wanna close with the uh the answer to who said that again the quote is if i were given the opportunity to present a gift to the next generation it would be the ability for each individual to learn to laugh at himself and i bet you guys do that yourselves don't you you laugh all at he- the time yes laugh <laughs> at yourself clue number 1 yeah. with his creative and popular art form he created arguably the longest story ever told by one human being producing some 18000 entries of wit and wisdom spanning from the year 1950 to the year 2000 Clue number two, an avid but amateur ice skater. He was inducted into the U.S. Figure Skating Hall of Fame in the year 2007, seven years after he died. Clue number three, his work was known and loved around the world, being published in 2,600 newspapers in 75 countries and in 21 languages.
4: Cricket. (laughs) Yeah, nothing, nothing going on. I have a guess, but that's all it is.
1: You want to be brave and tell us your guess?
4: I'm going to guess that it is the cartoonist Gary Trudeau of Doonesbury.
1: Wow. Well, you're partly right. It is a cartoonist.
4: Schultz. Charles
1: Charles Schultz. Schultz.
4: darn that was my first guess yes late in learning everyone go with your gut it burned me today oh
1: man well Mert and Marcy thank you again so much for coming in today it's uh, been a delight and uh, maybe you can come in again and tell us more we want to hear some stories about how things are going there and we know one church that is already you're going to be meeting with uh, to see if uh That that, if this kind of a plan might work for them. And uh, we want to keep up to date on that kind of news. And so that's it. Uh, You want to go to secondhalfnow.com to hear both sides, part one and part two. And I want to thank you for listening today because together we are building a valuable resource for all of us. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders, tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Lopez-Hogan. So let's meet again next next Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m., right here on KKPZ 1330, The Truth.
0: Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit SecondHalfNow.com. That's SecondHalfNow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit SecondHalfNow.com.